and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name's Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. Today we've got four guests with us. We've got Paul Wilcox. Thanks for having me. Doug Gobeski. Great to be here. Alex Clark. Hello to all our listeners. And Kevin Fredvogue. Thanks for having me on. They're not any sort of particular kind of guest today. They're just guests. <laughs> well, uh, a little behind the scenes here. We're recording two episodes, and I don't know what episode we're recording first. So <laughs> I don't know. I guess I could use any, any old adjective. How about um, our much appreciated guests? Oh, it's not nice to lie so early, Charlie. <laughs> I mean, their, their value is increasing. <laughs> They're appreciating in value. We're high value individuals. <laughs> ah, high value targets. <laughs> so, what are we going to talk about, Charlie? So, this is where we've been the past two episodes. <laughs> you know how that's turned out. I don't know if you you haven't reviewed the most recent one, but uh, it was kind of all over the map. I mean, it, it came together, I guess. Glowing endorsement. I'm I'm really enjoying these uh, the free form format. I cut out all the stuff about the Russian intrigue. <laughs> I don't even so, remember that. This is like what episode one fifty three, free form part three, free form, <laughs> three form. <laughs> we talk about our favorite television channel, Pluto TV. <laughs> well, that's a close second. I was thinking of free form. Uh, oh yeah, which that I makes think sense. is. Is that Disney? I believe it's a Disney family. What's on Freeform? Oh. Uh, they had some Marvel shows at one point, like Runaways and Cloak and Dagger. Okay. That's it, huh? <laughs> Just um. one episode after another, back and forth, all day, all night. <laughs> Sounds like Pluto TV. <laughs> so let's get topical, since this won't be released topically. How about those lions? Heck oh yeah! God. Oh my god. Like I've never uh, felt like... They had a chance before. <laughs> oh, wow. This is a strange feeling. I'm sure it'll go away soon. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the end of the game was such a perfect setup for a classic Lions messing it up in the last two minutes. But then the other team messed up in the last two minutes. That was refreshing after decades of, you know, the opposite happening. Did they switch uniforms at that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we finally decided to step aside and let someone else have all the glory. <laughs> we are There's the a game last now. season against the Giants where the Giants had a field goal attempt at the end that would tie it from like 57 yards or something. And I'm just watching it. And I'm just, I just, that's just going to go in. I just, you know, I don't even like yep. question that it's going to go in. And he missed it. I'm like, what, what do you mean he missed it? They always make it. <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's my topic. This, this concludes our discussion <laughs> of the Detroit Lions. <laughs> All right. Well, I hear that uh, Charlie's you know, <laughs> going to uh, do a chipping with Charlie segment involving an illegal chip. <laughs> oh yeah have we had a live death on this podcast before <laughs> not a live death <laughs> yeah pre-recorded death <laughs> i wasn't even aware that was a thing until i saw the article about the incident like i have uh I've what incident of... is that charlie who wants to provide context to the listeners no i don't no so it's there's a <laughs> a type of chip that you buy in a package that is just one chip and it has super hot pepper, like a mix of two super hot peppers on it. And the idea is it's a challenge and you're supposed to just eat the whole thing and then record yourself on social media, your action. And uh, is that the social media site that uh, has a name like a clock? Uh, that one, probably. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> if you're X, young, yeah. X. X. <laughs> I uploaded my defenster. It's got to be be real, you know. I I store it all on my private Zanga. I uh I just take pictures of myself with my Game Boy camera and hand them out to strangers. <laughs> well, I hear the 3DS camera is real hot right now. So. Oh, I believe it. Really? I mean, it was a headline, so I don't know if that's true or not. But... <laughs> is that like the latest? You know, you go to a wedding and there's like a table of 3DSs. <laughs> sounds, sounds good to me. <laughs> I have some blurry, vaguely 3D pictures. <laughs> it had some sort of like nintendo level of archaic like upload your photos to somewhere else go somewhere else and type in like a 16 digit alphanumeric code you know instead of just having a nice little printer unless there was a 3ds printer that i don't know about there is yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll frantically search to see if there is a 3DS <laughs> but then the chip killed a kid right to uh yeah. finish up that story yes yeah. possibly possibly purportedly yeah we don't know they haven't released the results of the autopsy yet the chip didn't stab the guy (laughs) (laughs) it was suicide i mean i've I've been stabbed pretty bad by a chip before so is it suicide they said that he got the chip from his friend oh wouldn't that be like homicide or at least manslaughter manslaughter like chip slaughter is is the chip somehow spicier than like every hot sauce in existence? I guess I don't understand why this is getting pulled from the shelves for being too uh, spicy when there's like pure something. capsaicin out it, there. It, it, I think it, that's it, essentially what it is. I think it's because it's marketed as a challenge. Like mm. you should do this unsafe thing or that could potentially be unsafe depending on who you are because it's just one chip. I guess lot, they're like underplaying the, the danger perhaps. Well, it's leaning into the danger, even saying like, yeah. "Can you handle this?" I have witnessed uh, two people eating these before. Did they die? No, but it was bad. Like <laughs> it was, it was all complete regret. You know, like there wasn't any like ha ha <laughs> to, to the thing, other than like way afterwards. But you know, it kind of like wrecked the next like uh, twelve hours of oh, vacation for both of them. You know, vacation. <laughs> I thought that was a thing a few years ago with them. I didn't know it was like all of a sudden back to being like a new thing. Well, note that it says 2023 one chip challenge. Oh, so they engineered an even more insane. Oh, do they maybe? One? All right, it could be that. Also, I did see the stand where they would have been at 7-Eleven yesterday. They had obviously removed all of the one chip challenge chips, but I noted the price, which I believe was ten dollars oh yep. man for a single standard. chip yep. so is how wild to me i mean it's genius marketing until somebody died right <laughs> social media popularity comes at a price and it's a ten dollar chip how do we make a ten dollar chip and is it secretly a reuben chip <laughs> <laughs> You have to go dig it through the Reuben to find the chip. <laughs> Kale chips with a Reuben smoothie sauce. One chip challenge. Can you find the chip inside the Reuben? This <laughs> is sounding like double dare. <laughs> Dive into the pool of Thousand Island and find the chip. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> No, it's, a, it's Thousand Island between two of those giant fake pieces of fry bread. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. Sauerkraut floating on top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's chunks of like corned beef inside. So like he thinks he's fine. That's the chip, but it's just more corned beef. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a look. Oh, still corned beef back in there. <laughs> Can I just lose? No. <laughs> Wouldn't the chip get soggy? That's part of the challenge. Ugh. The soggy chip challenge. Yeah, it becomes <laughs> indistinguishable from corned beef when it's covered in sauce <laughs> and it's soggy. So you just have to mouth scoop all of the corned beef out of the pool before they'll allow you to pass on to the next challenge. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the next mouth challenge. Scoop. Second chip in a second pile of beer. <laughs> That's the show. That's why they call it Double Dare. <laughs> I dare you to do it again. That's dumb. I love it. <laughs> I mean, you could get away with it. He filmed the whole season in like a day before anyone knows. <laughs> Just keep reusing the same piles of Reuben. That's a big cost saver, you know? Yeah. Slop it back in between contestants. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Like it, you know, it, it. They would probably have to fill the whole season in a day, or else. Just imagine him being that guy hosing like all those Reuben ingredients <laughs> down the drain <laughs> in the Olympic size pool. The wet, like once you've rinsed all the soluble stuff, just like all like the little peat flecks of uh, seasoning in the Thousand Island and all the corned beef, all the sauerkraut <laughs> clogging the drains. Yeah. <laughs> It's just now wet cabbage. (laughs) (laughs) Wet shredded cabbage. (laughs) The real question is, though, can we charge people $10 to do this? I mean, there can be an entry fee. Sure, yeah. Must be conscious to win. You call it a competition, but you don't tell them there's no prize. (laughs) The prize is influencing people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm just picturing a new version of Saw where all of the victims are live streaming as it happens. Are we sure that hasn't happened yet? I haven't. Yeah, I was just trying to think. (laughs) Well, I've never, I've only ever seen Saw 2, so I don't actually know. I think they're up to 10 now. There's been some sort of live streamed horror movie, I think. Well, there was like one that had to do with live streaming, but I thought that they were duck at their computers or something yeah it was something like that kevin i think you're thinking of the four seasons landscaping press conference that is, <laughs> <laughs> there was about a four year period that felt like it was a live streamed horror movie but <laughs> so you're gonna die on the podcast or what Die there's lots of ways for that to happen. I mean, it really there's always a possibility. I, I think it would increase the listener count. <laughs> <laughs> you know, have something shocking happen. <laughs> that, that's right. <laughs> I just assumed it would decrease it by one. <laughs> <laughs> Should you have multiple police officers listening to it? <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> Perhaps a jury. Once you figure out, you know, <laughs> evidence, like. <laughs> You can Lawyers see they clearly incited him to dive into the pool of Thousand Island, <laughs> where he drowned. His lungs were filled with a ketchup mayo mix. <laughs> Nothing, Charlie? Uh, no poison chips? Oh, uh, I guess on the topic of influencers and food. <laughs> <laughs>
Mr. Beast like virtual restaurant or whatever <laughs> oh, setting yeah. down. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ghost Kitchen Beast Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's a there's a big lawsuit brewing between uh, mr beast and mr beast burger where they're both suing each other so it'll be fun so i mean if we're looking at ways of turning around like disgusting food related things into podcast listening numbers <laughs> i think we've got to look to that story first just to uh be an audience surrogate for a moment what are you talking about what is the <laughs> uh mr beast online restaurant thing Demanding context. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it fills out those minutes. We love that. (laughs) Don't you just remember what was happening in September 2023? (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Beast was working with a company to have ghost kitchens and make something called Mr. Beast Burger. So the idea is that just you would have random kitchens from restaurants making all of this branded food. Interesting. Like a menu that he had created. And you, that way they could pop up basically anywhere and people could order it. There wouldn't be an actual real location for it, but you could try to have some sort of consistency in the food. And it was consistently bad. <laughs> 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 people not getting the right thing and like, yeah, saying that their food was inedible. And then Mr. Beast coming back and saying, I'm going to sue you. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm quitting this deal. And I'm firing back saying, you can't do that. Phenomenal. There are plenty of ghost kitchens around here, though. You can. That's true. Order, I'm surprised. Order a lot that... of, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or places that are only ghost kitchens, right? That have like 12 different restaurants that have the same address that do delivery yeah, they, only. Yeah, like, do the same food under like tons of different names. Yeah. Still on the same app. Yeah, just looking up online like, oh, the, this is a new chicken place. We should, try, we should try it. Let's look. Oh, this is a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> this is inside like, Gopa. Yeah. Uh, I did see that GoPuff had a exclusive Hot Pocket flavor coming out. Really? Really? Yeah. It was like fiery pepperoni, I think, exclusively through GoPuff. That's just what I need in my life and digestive system. (laughs) It's fiery because you heat it up too much. (laughs) GoPuff has hot pizza now, and I don't know where it comes from. I've had it a few times. (laughs) But <laughs> I was like really curious, like who's making it? Like this seems really suspicious. Did it seem like any particular kind of pizza that you've had? I think it had a name to it, actually branded. It was like the feisty tomato or something, but it wasn't similar to any pizza I'd really had before. They serve it hot and fresh, right? Like it's it's not like they're selling you frozen pizza, is it? <laughs> It was definitely not frozen. It was it was in a box, hot and fresh in a relative sort of way. Was you it know. Union Pizzeria? <laughs> you know what? It was it was better than that. I will say that much. <laughs> but I, it could still be. You know, maybe they kind of cleaned up their act a little bit. Started, you know, baking it all the way. Started using some of those spices on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not just like raw dough. That's happened to me one time. I don't know where Car and I were ordering from but there was something that was labeled like really poorly and it was like pizza and we ordered it and it was just like a lump of dough uncooked dough really like yeah oh. no toppings no it was just like a big lump of dough <laughs> <laughs> did you make a pizza I, i'm sure we eventually did i mean we asked for our money back <laughs> firstly <laughs> i can understand i guess selling that a pizza place maybe but you got to be very clear about what that is. Yeah, it seems like more of like a, you know, 
exclusive takeout item, maybe with a kit, you know? Yeah, I think we ordered an actual pizza and got it. And then we thought that it was some sort of like dessert, like, you know, like cinnamon, like dough, something or other. So what was the Oh, the like menu? dough balls? And then they just yeah, it. it was like dough balls or something like that. <laughs> like it might even um, been under the dessert menu. <laughs> Like it was, I feel like this is on you now, not them. Yeah, <laughs> literal lump of dough is the thing you ordered that when presented with literal lump of dough. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I got your back on this one, Charlie. That's that's an understandable mistake to make as someone who grossly misunderstood the nature of a Papa Murphy's take and bake at one point. <laughs> I'm in a hotel room, man. I don't have an oven. <laughs> Hell is this? <laughs> Go down to the front desk. Are there any ovens anywhere? <laughs> Can I use your breakfast kitchen? <laughs> Maybe if I cut it into quarters and toaster oven each one at a time. <laughs> I see you're heating up cookies in there. <laughs> Do you have warm. a toaster? <laughs> If you turn it sideways, the the cheese will stay on. <laughs> Isn't that that grilled cheese hack or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a like a TikTok how to electrocute yourself uh, <laughs> life hack. <laughs> so, Alex, yes, had any clown sex in Baldur's Gate three yet? <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, I have not, but I don't have Baldur's Gate three, so that, that's oh. probably the first. Part of that, but I, I I didn't know that that was an option. <laughs> well, apparently there's a quest where at one point like a clown paints your companion's face. Okay. And apparently for someone it happened at like the same time that the romance option triggered, and apparently the clown paint face was on during the whole like cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently this person uh, is afraid of clowns, so it didn't work out. For <laughs> you know, I had, I had heard about the bear romance. So when I started it and first saw like a boar in the woods, I was like, well, maybe if I stare at it, it'll give me some options. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, the animal sex sim I've been dreaming of. I I stood there. I, you know, I used all of my like persuasion, uh, you know, (laughs) goals. Uh, It ran away, which (laughs) that was, that was smart. Smart, smart boar. <laughs> Such amazing AI. <laughs> it, it knew before I even was given the option that I had nefarious intentions. <laughs> so, Paul, maybe you can answer this because my uh, my friend was telling me that he started playing and he found like the character creator like fairly like basic, like it wasn't very detailed. Yeah, but also there were like forty different variations of genitalia they had programmed in. You know, there's there's a couple more variations than you would expect, given how light it is on customization. But I still feel like it was like only uh, there might have been like four of each. I don't well, think it was more than that. So maybe know, like eight in total options. I know I'm going to regret this, <laughs> but I'm going to have to ask, can you make a lizard man with realistic genitalia? Um, I think I'm going to have to boot it up to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make a lizard man, but we can we can go on the creator. When you say realistic, do you mean like by lizard standards or <laughs> what? Or just human standard with scales. <laughs> <laughs> 
AKA lizard man standards. Oh God. <laughs> it's ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess the first actual question here is so like, is there fantasy stuff in it? Like, or is it just like, <laughs> that's no, human. reality. It's, it's reality, Charlie. No, but I mean, is it like human stuff or is it like beyond human stuff too? Bear sex all day, every day. Right. <laughs> I, I do have an idea. Maybe Charlie can sing a song about this. Oh! <laughs> when a problem comes wrong, sing a song about it. When I'm on the podcast, I have to sing a song about it. In the middle of a sentence, sing a song about it. Da na 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 na. Sing a song about it. Da na 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 na. Sing a song about it. There we go. Ah, uh, to the, the tune uh, of what? Uh, what's a good tune? He's not part of the New Year's resolution, so he gets to do that. <laughs> <laughs> to the tune of... Yeah, how about uh, Copacabana by Barry Manilow? Who? Have we done that? Probably, but it's just it's just a good one that, you know... We're at episode 252 or 3, so I'm sure we can come back around the horn on that one. Well, then get singing. <laughs> <laughs> so it was late night. And I was home, had nothing much better to do, so I loaded up Baldur's Gate 3, the sequel to my favorite game of all time, and I stopped at the character creator. I thought I'd just breeze through, but then there was so much customization that I decided, let's see what I can do. And the lower half of this lizard man. I'm sorry, what just happened? <laughs> I thought that was a valiant effort, honestly. <laughs> character creation screen. What happened at the character creation screen? <laughs> it was a lizard. <laughs> it was a lizard. Not quite a lizard. <laughs> it was half man, half lizard. And you really could tell. I, I thought, well, let's... Let's see what happens when we seduce a druid and he becomes a bear. I think I've got my night planned. <laughs> you want more than that? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to cut to the... Cut we to got like two episodes to fill, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two episodes is two songs, man. <laughs> May I, uh, just to ask for clarification, the bear sex, which I've read nothing about, it is a druid that turns into a bear? Yes. I believe so, yes. Oh, then what's even the point? I mean, why even <laughs> include it if it... <laughs> uh, because it's while he's a bear, I think? Yeah, it's not quite the same as a real bear, though. I <laughs> Look, you're I right. You it's it's more okay than that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, well, I mean, I, I'm joking right now, but seriously, I assumed it was just like you find a bear in the wilderness and you go for it. Like that was that was that was my assumption, having heard all the ribble rabble about this. No, no, you got to get explicit consent that's, involved. That's fair, say, right, man? But I mean, bears are probably you know they're probably pretty smart. If we had ways to confirm, I, I assumed had, it was like we had a, good ways to communicate. Yeah, with them. I mean, there are on their level. I'm certainly be capable. There are magics that would allow you to commune with the animals. So yeah. you know, maybe one thing leads to another, and bear. No, I think you ask the bear. They say, "I would rather eat you." Pretty <laughs> 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 sure it was actual yeah, bear. <laughs> like, oh, thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> I'm gonna eat your face. <laughs> Hard pass. So, uh, 
maybe it depends on the you know race that you pick but there's only two options for dragonborn genitalia okay is that, is that the lizard man yeah are the options male or female is that what it's it is? uh it's penis and vulva gotcha what no cloaca no Game I sucks it's very skewed towards humanoid traits when can i when can i play my rpg as an amoeba i exude a pseudopod and attack the druid <laughs> 19 all right success <laughs> so for humans so, we have no hold up basically penis, adam penis is, b oh, sorry. oh hold up <laughs> adam is saying that he wants a D game where he's allowed to roll a player character who is a gelatinous cube. Is yes. that about what I'm hearing? <laughs> yes. I'd play that. Okay, that, that would be fun. Okay, what is penis B versus penis A? What's... Well, so there's <laughs> just penis. Is this cut Let's versus see. uncut? It doesn't really let you get that. Like, is it micro Oh, Jesus, it is cut versus uncut. I just is looked it, it up. Oh. <laughs> well, can you do like dress right versus dress left? <laughs> <laughs> how does it hang for humans you have penis just penis no letter and then penis b and penis c are all those are all uncut so here are the descriptors and then d that... and e are Damn. cut mine doesn't even reference and then there's vulva vulva b and vulva c so I, I didn't realize that it varied so much between what race you picked so any corkscrew for like ducks I'll have to go through every uh, body here, but uh, if there was any one bird-like in here. Let's do a search for Baldur's Gate 3 corkscrew penis. What's the problem here? <laughs> Speaking as someone who already searched Bird. for Baldur's Gate genitalia options, I, I can... <laughs> there's, there's a shaven-unshaven dichotomy, and then there's the circumcised-uncircumcised dichotomy, at least on the random website that I pulled up. I was really hoping for size sliders, but <laughs> that's, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Got to save something for Baldur's Gate 4. <laughs> yeah. Got to give the modding community something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the, the mods are probably where it's at when it comes to really expanding these character creation options. Wordplay. So I did see an article that said that the initial release of Baldur's Gate 3 had a bug in it where a lot of the companions are way hornier than they were meant to be. Like, they're way easier to romance. (laughs) And so they said that they've patched it for some characters, and they're trying to figure out how to do it for the rest, which is a really (laughs) weird way to have that described. (laughs) Some are just inherently, like, it's part of their their storyline. They're just... Just but really sometimes boring. Gandhi just goes nuclear. <laughs> yeah. We keep trying to patch it, but they just keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's out of our hands. <laughs> just, I'm just imagining like going around with your party of like, all right, we're gonna go into this dungeon. <laughs> and all your all your companions are like, no, we just rather have sex. <laughs> like, Come on, guys. <laughs> we gotta get some loot. <laughs> We got we got nah. everything we need. We got magic. We got food. <laughs> well, there was also an issue with certain players weren't 
exactly clear about with with their understanding of what the NPCs were suggesting. So I saw somebody comment like, yeah, you know, with this one um, mage character named Gale, he was like, yeah, I want to show you a magic trick later. And I'm like, okay, cool, sure. And then I went to talk <laughs> to the other party member that I was trying to romance, and they were like, oh, sorry, you already promised your body to Gale. <laughs> <laughs> All that said... I'm sure it's a fun game, but I will not be playing it for reasons that we've already stated, which is I'm basically afraid it would kill me. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> why? Getting to eat <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and, and drink and sleep. <laughs> no, no, I just something incidental, like I'd come down with Ebola or something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, die of a massive coronary. <laughs> I mean, just the enormity of the the choice is like having to choose which genitalia you have. How could you even get past the character creator? <laughs> I mean, this was a problem like 20 years ago when, with character creators. Like, it's gotten worse. Just set everything to 100. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or zero. Alternating, yeah, I, like, down the list. <laughs> I remember when you did that when we were playing Saints Row 3, and I made you change it because it was the most horrific thing to look at. Like, the 100 one was fine because it was just, like, Big Shrek. But the zero one was, like, weirdly sunken in head, and it was really terrifying. <laughs> Especially because there were a couple settings that were, like, the opposite of what you would think they were, so that, like, zero was full. So it created really weird things. I remember on the Nintendo Wii, I was making a me, and I, I took the mustache and just, like, elevated it over the top of the head so it looked like eyebrows. <laughs> It's like, huh, what's the weirdest thing I can do with this? So, yeah, I, I wouldn't get very far at Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> I have to say I was pleasantly surprised that there weren't two dozen different, like, slides or facial features around options in the character creator because it actually allowed me to start the game within, like, you know, maybe 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I had enough trouble with the character creator in NBA hang time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Do I want a basketball for a head or not? <laughs> right. I mean, it could be an advantage, but it could also be a disadvantage. <laughs> it could distract my opponent thinking that's actually the ball. It's just my head. Well, the real problem with, I think it was Baldur's Gate 2, maybe it was even the original, was just like the saving reloading. Like that you could do that at any time. So I was like, I could do that battle better. Yeah, that's called save scumming, Charlie. I know. There's a word for this. But that's why I can't ever finish anything like that. Charlie, I would like to recommend a game to you then. Oh, yeah. I would what like is it? to recommend Disco Elysium, a game that is so good that even though uh, my character was essentially built around being a sharpshooter, I managed to fail the shot fail the shot again, borrow a gun from my partner and fail it again. And still was like, well, we'll just live with this. <laughs> I could save scum it, but I won't wait. If you thought I was being held hostage, why did the other guy die? I missed. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> still one of the greatest video game moments ever. <laughs> <sighs> I think Do we, we told that story before. Yeah. That was Army of Two 2? Yeah, Army of Two, 40th Day. 
I have okay. the situation under control, man. <laughs> the guys were surrendering. And then their commander's head exploded. <laughs> and I didn't know what happened. Or I didn't know what to do. And then I got... And then they killed me. And my favorite part was, wait, why did that happen? Oh, well, I thought that you were being held hostage. And so I shot him. And you went, oh, okay. And then a pause. Took, wait, it took me thought, like a minute or two to think about it. Wait, if you thought I was being held hostage, then why did the hostage head explode? I missed. <laughs> <laughs> How's the world of video games, Alex? What are you playing lately? Anything? Lately, uh, not too much. My niece has started playing Fortnite, so I've been just playing Fortnite with her. But the last major, major game I played through pretty uh, a bunch was Elden Ring last year. Finish off all the Dark Souls games. But that game got, it was good, but got like really repetitive. And a lot of the bosses are more annoying than anything else just because they, they can read like the inputs of your controller and then do a certain move oh. on based on your input, which is like yeah. really awful to have to deal with. Now, I got to like the final boss and still haven't beat it. And now there's no way I'm going to go back and be good enough to do that <laughs> without playing oh, through a whole yeah. bunch of the game again. Yeah. I never watched any of uh, Game of Thrones, but from what I've heard about it, you know, it seems like a very uh, George R.R. R. Martin sort of thing. Didn't know what to do for the ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll work on it for the next like decade. Yeah. Be like, yeah, I'm going to take another crack at the boss. There, there's supposed to be DLC to come out for it. I don't think that's ever come out. So it's just just like the books, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting on for more background uh, lore. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you can't even follow. It's so hard to follow any of the lore in the game because, like, all the NPCs you beat up with, like, you never can find them again. You see them <laughs> yeah. once, and it's like 12 hours later into the game. Oh, yeah, they died way back there because you didn't save them. And, like, how am I supposed <laughs> to know they're there? <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, read a few item descriptions and then watch Vati videos. Uh, <laughs> Vati, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I understood more about the game from those videos than playing it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how he gets how he figures out all this. Uh, yeah, it, it's like all the Dark Souls games. It's hard to even figure out like what the right thing to do with each weapon is. It's you know. uh, the first game I decided, oh, I'm going to be a mage. And so I had just the magic missile spell for like half the game. And I was like, surely there will be a point at which I can get another magic spell. <laughs> and yeah, I was like half or like three quarters of the way through the game. Like I finally was able to get something else. Meanwhile, I'm just like, well, I guess I'm using a sword for a while. And then I looked it up online. And they're like, oh, yeah, there was a guy who'll sell you spells. He was stuck inside a barrel. <laughs> that room where there's 100 barrels. You're right. just supposed yep. to knock yeah. all the barrels oh, open. Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Wait, was that the guy in like the sewer? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yep. random dude in like a corner of the sewer, like break <laughs> all the barrels. That's where you get the spells. <laughs> yeah. And you have to find uh, the big hat guy in a cage way down a hallway where you just, you know, have Indiana Jones balls like rolling at you every like minute. So it's to go all the way down the hallway and then unlock him from the cage. Oh, that's if you happen to find the key to the cage. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played like I love those games, but I've never played one of them where I've played the class that I intended to. I always pick one and they're like, sorry, no weapons for you. <laughs> yeah, I always just start off as sword and shield guy. And I'm like, I'm going to ignore the whole magic tree. I'm just going <laughs> to hack things. And yeah. You know, if I play it again, then I'll try, you know, something else. But it's just like, yeah, right. here's me with a sword and shield. And 
I guess I better get good at rolling. <laughs> or or just get the like what was that? The Havel's armor or whatever. That was my Dark Souls uh, <laughs> yeah, build was just that, like uh, after like halfway or maybe three quarters of the way through the game. I just didn't really have to dodge anymore. <laughs> Level up vigor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's so many like dramatic boss experiences that I just feel like I bypassed. by just having some kind of broken build at a certain point. I remember watching videos online and seeing people fight bosses. Like after I'd beaten the game, and I was like, you mean you can get hit by a boss and not die in one hit? <laughs> <laughs> there was one of the bosses in Elden Ring I did that with. It's like, he, he's like just sitting in fire. And I'm just like, well, if I put all the fire, you know, prevention gear on, how much damage do I really take? And I'm like, oh, not a lot. <laughs> so I just run up next to him, just eat the fire damage, and just hack away. <laughs> like, Is that all you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, that was that was way easier than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Which is funny because, like, in a regular video game, but that's what you expect to do. <laughs> in right, Dark right. Souls, you don't expect that to work. <laughs> the motto: instead of "get good," it should be like "get good" or read a wiki to find these like few specific. <laughs> <Yeah. things>. <laughs> <laughs> also, Elden Ring is super confusing with the names of all the bosses. Like, I get them all like mixed up all the time. They're all like. Six letter names that start with M. Yeah. <laughs> They're all variations of like Margot. 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 I was like, I no idea what anyone's talking about. It was a fun game, though. I didn't, I didn't think it was bad. The open world was kind of different. I always liked Dark Souls 2 the most because it was the most. And, and that just is the most linear one. You play through one level to arrive at another level to play through that level until you get to the end and it warps you back. Well, that probably wraps it up for this edition of the Gobeski Wall Support. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Walls. Special thanks to our three, hmm, four. four. Now I got to think of an adjective. <laughs> it's like a Mad Libs. <laughs> <laughs> our guest, our guest B, our guest C. <laughs> that means you have to keep all that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole episode. It's going to yeah, be five that's, minutes other than that. That's the meat of the episode, if you will. Oh, <laughs> look at this guy. <laughs> We've got Paul Wilcox. <laughs> it was it was a good time. Thanks. Doug Gobeski. Thank you for having me. Alex Clark. I thank you for having me. And Kevin Vredvogue. It's been a pleasure. So I guess it's guest, guest B, guest C, and Kevin's corkscrew and kevin <laughs> yeah and kevin yeah, there's just a, there's just an option that just is kevin <laughs> three special guests and kevin yeah, it's, the, it's like new game plus <laughs> unlock a special mode the <laughs> yeah, new game plus the song gets more difficult to sing <laughs> Well, can you imagine like Baldur's Baldur's Gate and like when you beat it, it unlocks new penises. <laughs> I can play through with penis B. <laughs> like, I finally unlocked Kevin's penis. <laughs> Days of digital modeling went into this. <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for listening to our show. Make sure to check out our website at GobeskiWallsReport.com. Hey everybody, check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Just follow us at GW Report and like our page on Facebook, the Gobeski Wallace Report. And hey everybody, tune in to next episode where there's sure to be tons more hilarity that we know you'll enjoy. Hey everybody.
This is the mm. worst ASMR I've ever listened to. <laughs> Why is it I don't believe you? <laughs> Four hours of heavy breathing on loop. <laughs> Not like sexy heavy breathing. No, like just walked up uh, on uh, the stairs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds really anxiety inducing. Like, <laughs> it's bad enough for me. Like, <laughs> like now in characters, you know, like in video games when you're sprinting. And they're like, <laughs> I'm like, ah, just like, I don't need that. Like, you're a superhuman. Like, this is why I'm playing video games. This is yeah. not what I'm looking for. I don't want to think about being winded <laughs> while doing real physical action. So I do have one last thought on Baldur's Gate. One of the people I follow said that they defeated one of the trickier bosses by luring the person into place by repeatedly summoning a cat which the boss then would walk towards and then dropping a chandelier on their head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's so apparently of... it's a kind of game where you can kind of, it, like, if you're creative enough, you can cheese a lot of it. Oh yeah. I saw something where RP <laughs> someone was like trying to get somewhere and they couldn't. So they were just stacking infinite boxes. Basically. <laughs> it, did it work? I think so. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Has anyone here played D&D, like, not video game style? I have not. not I've, I've always been kind of interested, but I've never had, like, a group of people where someone was willing to, like, DM. be patient. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We, I've, I've played other RPGs, like, uh, in, back in, like, high school and more college years. Um, well, more like homemade kind of RPGs, but I, I think they're pretty similar to D&D and how it was working. Like I, I know at one point we were briefly talking about doing something like that during the pandemic over like Skype and I was going to be the DM and I started reading through the manual or whatever handbook. And I was like, this seems like a lot. I don't want to learn. Yeah. <laughs> it's more just making up stuff and then people getting mad when you mess it up. But I mean, like, nope, that's the card <laughs> says moops. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that would be fine. But it was like, oh, but you have to learn the system and then you have to create oh, okay. characters. And I was like, this is too much. <laughs> trying to make up numbers on your bosses that make sense then then the party just kills them really quick and you're like oh i thought that guy would take a while or <laughs> worse right. the reverse uh, happens second form now he has double the hit points <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly another life bar or like yeah I, I i don't know how much uh fudging is encouraged or discouraged by like official D D uh documentation but I assume it needs to happen, right? Like if I extend a pseudopod <laughs> and engulf the enemy, the leg of the boss. We're playing a game called Hero Kids with Celeste, which is like basic, basic, basic D and D, which is kind of fun, like cars DMing it, and like because we've never really played D and D. I played it like once or twice when I was in elementary school, I think. But it's funny because like you get a real insight into it right away because like Celeste will just come up with all sorts of weird things, and you're like, huh. I guess we've got to do a dexterity check to see if you can <laughs> stand on one foot here. Or, like, <laughs> we'd spent, like, you know, 40 minutes or whatever getting to, like, this big boss fight with a lot of spiders. And, like, they were supposed to be triggered when she picked up an item or something. Kara was like, yeah, well, roll for dexterity or something like that. And Celeste just, like, hey, you don't use d20s. You do, like, a bunch of, like, d6s. And she just got, like, a bunch of sixes. And Kara's like, all right, well... You get the item. The end. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I had all these spiders set up. and 
there was another fun time too where it was like it was supposed to be a, like a a witch like masquerading as like a child trying to lure children in to like you know steal their youth or something like that so she was kidnapping them and so celeste like got tricked very easily by it <laughs> even though car was trying to be very sinister and there was like a bunch of food at a table and she was like here have all this food you're going to really love it <laughs> and so was like okay <laughs> And like I was in our party and I was like, I don't know. I think I'm not going to eat the food. So I was like, I'm going to eat it. (laughs) Maddie McBatterson twirls his mustache. (laughs) Laughs maniacally. (laughs) But I have a feeling like that's the general D&D experience, like in a nutshell. (laughs) Spend all this time making up stuff for people to do and they just completely bypass it or. <laughs> that's that's the end of every quest I've been on is like, well, anyways, it's like 4 a.m. Um, <laughs> here's what would have happened. 